Hello and welcome to Podcast 301. Oh, that's weird. Why did I say like that? <laughs> <laughs> that welcome to Podcast 300 plus one. <laughs> <laughs> welcome to Podcast 301 of Five Star Potential, your weekly football manager podcast. As you probably realised, I'm not Matt because I cocked up the intro. Actually, he does that a lot. He's currently sorting out a work permit for his parents before the transfer window slams shut. So you've got me, Goop. And on this week's pod, I'm joined by Friday Night FM and Mad FM. Welcome, gents. Hello, Nat Matthew. Official introduction. Love it. Yeah, I mean, I didn't write it, clearly. I've struggled to read it, clearly, so you never know. Right, on this week's pod, we are going to help me out and find a save, because I still haven't found a save yet. So we're going to have a quick chat about that, decide, you know, hopefully decide a save live on, on the pod, and we'll get that started. And then we're going to spotlight bottle jobs, which comes in many packages, but mainly a package of North London Arsenal. So we will get onto that very, very soon. So as you've both prepared great ideas for me to, as a save, who wants to go first? Joe. Mad. <laughs> <laughs> so let me give you my predicament. Um, I don't have a save and I need a save. There you go. What, what happens if you've done every save possible though? I've done a lot of saves. I think I just, I think maybe actually it would just be easier to say, yeah, well, what, what have you finished? Cool. I finished my dinner tonight. Um, I did the Palermo save all the way to the end. What was the end? Winning the Champions League. All right. Yeah, we won it the day before the beta came out, didn't we remember? Glory uh, Hunter? We, we did, we, yeah, we completed the Glory Hunter. No, we what, what was that called? Completed. No, it was Sir Alex Ferguson, wasn't it? We did the Achievement Hunter. Achievement Hunter, that was the one. Yeah. Chief. Uh, and then the Goat Challenge. Yeah. Did you complete did that? The, yeah, we did all that. Yeah, from what, you, unemployed. Oh, you beat Ferguson's total. Pent- yeah, the Pentagon to top a Hall of Fame. Did you? Yeah. Thanks for oh. thanks for watching. I did. I thought you had to holiday the last bit to get there. We kind of did a little bit of holiday, but we got there. Uh, thank you. A shout out to the incident results kid. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yes, uh, I've kind of completed a lot of them. Red Star, we didn't really complete. To be fair, we kind of went out on a whimper with that one. Swindon. Swindon very much went out on a whimper with that one. 18 Man City. Munich. Man City, yeah, we went out on a whimper with that one. What was your first save edition? Oh, it was Forest Green, I was going to ask as well. Did you? 1860. I was trying to overtake Bayern Munich, which was ridiculous. Oh, that was the one. Yeah, you gave that one up. I mean, I, yeah, that was, um, that was probably quite warranted because that was uh, impossible. Your brother died. Yeah, we could kind of use that as an excuse. I've used that as an excuse for a lot of things. So let's use that as again. Um, the amount of sympathy blowjobs is immense, right? So I use it every weekend, really. Well, I feel guilty because I take the piss so much, so I just let it happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, big shout out to the mother-in-law for those. Um, anyway. Uh... I nearly said the dog, and I thought, oh, my God, I'm going to trigger more emotions. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we don't have the dog anymore. No. Um, Thanks for bringing that up. Uh, just don't mention that to Oscar. That'd be great. <laughs> He's really shook up about that. Dude, but is that a couch um, behind you out. there, dude? You can just lie down on that couch for this part. Say, wait till he finds out who his real dad is. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you know. Yeah. So if you don't know, nerd's, nerd's penis actually works, by the way. Okay. There you go. Never. News. Never. <laughs> when he's not here, we like to take the mickey. Um, so yeah, I mean, I need something that's very, that's going to keep me going. Uh, I need something that, that grips me. I need a challenge. Now, I think that's my main issue, and I'm not I'm not bigging myself up here. I'm not the greatest football manager player in the world, but I'm quite good at the game. You're in the top two. 
if of me and the you three of us, the top two, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm better than you, man. You're better than me too. <laughs> um, yeah, I think like I'll be honest, Mad, and this is this is breaking news. Um, there was a very small point when me and Joe were playing snooker that he he kind of entertained the network save, kind of. He's now I've now you know I've now supported him and getting him his new save. Uh, which I'm sure we'll hear about in, in upcoming pods. But uh, it's not a new save. It was just something to do on a Sunday. Okay. Now, what have you said or done that instantly ruined Joe's temptation to do a network save with you? How long I, did it last? I don't recall I I saying s- I wanted to do a network save. No, no, no. I think if I remember correctly, and I do, <laughs> Joe said, well, yeah, maybe, maybe it would be time to, this is the time to do a network save, was his kind of conversation. And I kind of just what, played what, it so cool. were playing snooker? Because... I kind of played it cool. Uh, kind of just left the subject hanging, like thinking, okay, I've got him now. Here we go. And then the next time I bring it up, he just went, fuck off. <laughs> He's definitely like, this would be a good time to do a network save, but not with me. But not with Somebody you. Else. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, this would be a great time for a network save. Have you got Raz's number by any chance? Man, man that's a person I'd like to do a network save with again. Yeah, no. I, I Dave, think Dave's, like pretty, Dave's pretty good as well for a network save. Yeah, Who's Dave? Uh, well, not anymore. I don't know. I reckon he'd. I reckon he'd still have a bash. I might have to phone Teach tomorrow. Well, funny you should say Teach because that was my top recommendation to you, wasn't it? I yes. texted you the other day and said Argentinos Juniors, do what Teach couldn't. Yeah. So if I remember rightly, because this was uh, quite a tough save that he did. They were actually in the lower league, weren't they? They were no, in the league no, below. They're, they're, no, they're in the first division. I thought they were in the league below. No. I thought we had to get promoted first. No. Um, they're, just, they quite... they're just not one of the bigger teams, so they they've got it'd be perfect for you, no money. Yeah, great. I've got that excuse. Who, who else did I say? Uh, Olympiakos. Yeah, or explore the Greek league. Yeah. So um, I like you, Greece. You can um, mention you've been there once. I cook with it. Yeah, uh, you, yeah, you definitely. Look, you look like one of the waiters. Dolo Galeas Mobarakelo. Bless you. Yes. Um, no, you're absolutely right. Uh, and I, but I've done Greece before. I went and managed back in the day. I managed uh, Atromitos, and it was horrendous. Dupe. The league structure was just horrendous. What about the one whose president's got the, who had the gun on the pitch? Oh, he had the gun. Uh, Pauk, is it Pauk? Oh, I might have been. I don't know. Or Panathinaikos. It's it's not somewhere that I would find enjoyable. Um, I'll be honest. It's a holiday destination, not somewhere I'd like to work. Dupe. Question for you. Yes, Matt. Like, I'm not doing Northern boys. Fuck no, on. we're not doing that. So oh, okay. What have you done in Spain in the past? Because I, I know you've had Palermo, which is Italy. You've had. Um, I would Red just like Star to put this statement out. Um, it was all alleged what I did in Spain. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Please, uh, my lawyer would like you not to bring that back up. Sorry, again. I'm sorry. Um, what have I done in Spain? We did Malaga. We did Malaga. Um, I got them promoted, mm. and then it kind of fizzled off. I did Atletico Madrid in the freeway network save. Um, and Dave got sacked, so we had to sack that off. What was that one? Me, you, and Dave. Real, Barca, and Atletico Madrid. Dave was out Real Madrid. Oh, you were remember. Barcelona. I don't even remember amigos. doing that. That was after the one. Joe, you're a network saves like, so you're, you just don't remember. No, the, the Italian one was good. Yeah, the Italian one was epic. I don't even remember doing a Spanish one. Yeah, we did the Spanish. It didn't last long. That's probably um, why I hate it. Because I think Dave got sacked at Real Madrid. Um. He doesn't listen to this, so I'm going to say he definitely got sacked at Real Madrid and killed that save. 
Um, I've had no, a cheeky little. No way he would have got set, mate. He would have just Dave and reloaded. <laughs> no, because it was my data. <laughs> I, I was, I was the, the figure. He couldn't do that. Um, that's why. I, remember the Italian one when I had to let him win like six two to get him. You, from... you didn't have to let him win. You just let him win. <laughs> I let him win. He yeah. asked nicely, and in that, fairness. That offside. That offside. Oh my god! Yeah, that, that was Calvert Lewin, wasn't it? Yeah. That was funny as fuck. That was so funny. He went absolutely ballistic. Um, the problem with network saves is they're just unstreamable. Um, I'll be honest. Definitely, uh, we, definitely, our network save would be. Well, it, it's mainly not Me. because of any other reason, but the fact that we just like we play it very over a long period of time, get up and go and have something to eat. And there's a lot of swearing and a there's lot also, of inappropriate comments. There's also that, yeah, and the heavy breathing. Um, and that's just from Dave. And that's just Dave. Yeah. Uh, if you're wondering where Dave is, that's why. Um, blacklisted. Very much so. Um. I have a little save going on at the moment. Uh, so I, uh, I treated myself to, to a, a device that can play Football Manager on the move, which is delightful. And I've been taking it to work with me and playing a little bit of work. Um, and I've started a couple of saves, because you do. And I've just made a database for Joe for his little save, and it was an IRL one. And I took over Leicester this evening, or this afternoon, I should say, uh, played their final three Premier League games and I got I, I kept them up. And I, that might be a little idea to kind of for an offline save to keep me ticking along, but it's a bit dull because I've kept them up. It's almost like I wanted them to go down. So maybe I should have done what I did with Dave and just let him win. I don't know. This is the part and this is probably why I've just been sat here with the with the screen open. You know, like when you've loaded all the leagues in and you just sat with the like and you just keep spamming the pick me, pick for me, pick for me, pick for me. And it's a bit mm, difficult, isn't it? It's hard when you've you've played done in a lot. lot of you've done played in a lot of the leagues. Yeah, you go, oh yeah, do a Premier League. Oh, I'm doing Leicester now, and I've yeah, done yeah. I've done Man City. Not you got back to the Premier League. Do Germany. Oh, I've done 1860. Yeah. Do Italy. Oh, Palermo. I've done this. Like so, basically, when when you're saying do Greece, oh, I haven't done Greece, but it's shit league, so I'm not going to bother. Yeah, well, it's like the same sort of level as Scottish football. It's like there's a, there's a couple of really good teams, and that's it. And great kebabs, it's, it's I thought kebabs were more Turkish. They do gear Gyros, yeah, which is a bit yeah. more. Which is like they like a little. Yeah, they're quite good as well. Um, go on, man. What are you got to say? I was going to say that the saves I've seen you most engaged with, like with streaming and um the memory of those saves are the ones where you've a bit of a project save but one definitely one club so if I was to go Boris Green you're thinking was it because um, you brought them up like how many tiers or how many um, promotions basically the Premier League yeah then you're looking at um, 1860 Munich Victor Osimhen. Um I'm failing to remember the wonder kid you had at Palermo but was it Red Star where you renamed the guy to Math- Jason Matthew Stig- Metz Matthew yeah, Metz Matthew Metz was there, a, yeah, it there was, was a Decanio it was a Palermo didn't you have a Decanio guy then at, at Red Star or something? No, or, is it, or am I mixing? That was, no, that, that, was, was the, that was the Decanio. original name. Jace Decanio, that, yeah. That was a renamed. Yes, okay. But like those were the saves where you were, you were like balls deep in a one club Earning loads project. of money on Twitch. Go, go again. <laughs> earning, earning loads of money on Twitch. Yeah, exactly. Used to be it's good then. Funny how, they, funny how they got him going. He still, he still, uh, he still has my subscription going in every month. Um, so I'd be trying to go in that direction, do like lower league. Do you know what's mental that that you've just mentioned that because the 
thought I've got in my head that I'd quite like to revisit is the Pentagon again. Oh, really? Because I actually really enjoyed the Pentagon. Because it took, like, like Joe just said, it took me out of my normal place. Mm. So, like, we went and managed in China. We did South Africa. We did, like, Mexico. I really enjoyed my time in Mexico, like, managing there. And, like, I actually really enjoyed doing that, Penny. And there was, like, there was a long-term game that we had to kind of play for. But it's just that kind of the start of the Pentagon is just a bit meh. Slow. Isn't it? That's why oh, I think man. the real real life start date saves are good because I always find that first bit of a save is just yeah. so boring where you start with like three games left. It's like you know that you're going to get to the end of the season then you get to do your own transfer window. Yeah. And yeah, that's cool. And that's funny that I, I literally yesterday done two saves of exactly that and signed one player across two saves. <laughs> How bad's that? <laughs> yeah. I think like... um there's lots of obviously lots of narrative in the Premier League at the moment. Um, with teams going down, teams barely staying up, teams missing out on top four, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. But like you said, it's, it's just Premier League and it? it's like it's it's difficult to kind of It's it's pretty much two seasons in the Premier League and you can pretty much build yourself a decent team that's gonna be challenging. I think my problem was that offline save I did that we chatted about a lot, which is where I took West Ham back up got them like compete and then like, I ended up at Liverpool at the end and it was just like that killed that save as well went to I think I went to Real Madrid a bit I can't remember what I did but I just did like a proper yeah you did you went to Real Madrid didn't you yeah and just signed just, all the players that you already signed before just kept moving the right players around yeah so I think like there needs to be something that I <laughs> I mean it, it's just it's such a do. big what yeah. you should do is get that real life start date let Re- let Leicester get relegated, then take them over. Mm. Go and bring them back up. Because they're, they're going to have a lot of players that go. Obviously, Yuri Tillemans is gone anyway, right? He's he's out of contract at the end of the season. Um, players such as Ndidi and all that. I mean, Southampton would be another good one, right? Ward-Prowse, Livermento. Uh, what's the other mid- midfielder chap they've got? Is La- it Lavia? Lavia, yeah. Yeah, those sorts of players will probably but go. He's in their reserves when I tried to sign him and he wouldn't leave. Ward Price, they wanted 55 million for. Oh, wowza. Okay. So, would it be worth going in in that, like, do the real, do the, you know, start date, do it now or let Leicester get relegated or something, for example, and then sim to see who leaves organically in the game and then go in and say, right, you know, whatever, they fucked up during the summer or haven't really had anyone concrete manager. And then you go in, you've got like two weeks of a transfer window to just pick up whatever pieces are there. So let's say if it's Leicester, Madison's probably going to go. As you said, Tielemans is going to be gone. Indeed, he might go. Harvey Barnes. Give yourself a fairly narrow couple of weeks with whatever cash has been made, assuming they've sold some of them. And that's a bit of a challenge. And, and you'll, you'll, you'll get going pretty quickly because you've you got to fly quickly until that window ends with whatever cash is there. Might, I think this is what we would kind of yeah, no, like mm. it, it, the problem, yes, it, it's a challenge to start with. You get promoted, you have a season in the Prem, and you're going to be challenging for the top six straight away. Because if you go in now, let's say if you were to do it now, and then you're you, you're managing them after, immediately after they're relegated, depending on how you go about it, you'll probably sell and make a ton of money, almost more than what you would have 
or what Leicester will have if they're relegated um, going into the championship. This, this is what we've done with West Ham and he had like fucking 400 million. Yeah, do you know, that's kind of pointless, right? That's not going to happen yeah. because they... But that's the problem. The team, like, they're not going to allow that There is the talent there. There is the talent there in the Leicester squad. There is the talent but there. But they'd be gone. I mean, you won't get to... Like, if you sell them, you might get 80 million from Madison. But if they sell... If the AI sells them before you get there, they're probably going to sell them for 40. Do you know what I mean? Um... And I just think it might tone down that 400 million idea because then equally, yeah. you know, if you raise far too much cash, you'll be able to spend it in game with 100% of revenue available. But in real life, they know they're not going to get the same revenue in the future. So they'll be holding on to a lot of that cash, right? TV, etc. So, Because I'm pretty sure like, when, especially when I went down with West Ham, it was very much, I'm going to treat this as a one in, one out. And yet I still was able to. Yeah. I mean, the team I had at West Ham, it was like, Oh, I just won the kid FC, wasn't it? It was just Didn't awesome. you sign Ibrahimovic? <laughs> I did. Wonder kid. Yeah. Wonder kid FC. Wonder kid in, in certain aspects, right? <laughs> uh, I, I, I brought him in because we brought a lot of young players in and I thought it'd be good to have a role model uh, of uh, and kind of use him for mentoring pur- purposes and to be the, the level head. Nope, that's not the right way. You're a chain uh, absolute bollocks. <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen you fucking put a player in a mentoring group ever. I respectfully disagree yeah um, okay yeah yeah but we'll go with that one um so yeah no further forward now one thing i do really want to quickly say uh joe come up with a really good idea and it seems like a lot of hard work but it might be the right idea um is that we use the real life database but use it uh as a such where we can create uh, create scenarios and challenges which is last a, a stream so for example uh, you've got three games to save Leicester season. You you then bring it back a couple of weeks and then go like, okay, you've got five games to try and get Southampton out of the relegation. I Can don't remember get... ever having this idea, mate, but thanks for crediting me with it. Yes, you did. I, I might have. I do not remember it one okay. bit. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm crediting you this. Um, like, oh, uh, before the Liverpool game, you're, you're Arsenal manager. Can you win in the Premier League? That sort of stuff. I mean, if you wait, um, if you wait two weeks, and if Sam Allardyce keeps leads up, you've just got the Sam Allardyce challenge ready on a plate. Yeah, <laughs> and but it's three million. When you just, when you tweeted about this the other day, I honestly thought it was the F one idea. Oh no, no, it wasn't the F one. It was that idea. That's when you told me to do. I thought the F one idea would be brilliant. Ah, uh, no, the F one that's even harder and create ridiculous. create a Formula One Super League. So all the tracks are a t- yeah, is a team from there. Ooh, <laughs> fuck. And you get you get twenty five points for a win. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> on the back on the like the last few games, you get DRS just to help you get for a bit quicker wingers. David um, like that. Yeah, true. So you've got options. But I don't know. Options, I don't know. But no decisions. I mean, yeah, answers on a postcard. Because I'll be honest, um, I don't know. Which is is tremendous, but I think that probably. Uh, seeing as I've bottled a decision, that would probably link very nicely to our, our spotlight tonight on bottle jobs. We are recording this on the Monday after Arsenal lost to Brighton. Um, I wouldn't say Arsenal lost to Brighton. Brighton were very, very good. I know we're, we're FM they podcast. 100% lost to Brighton. Yes, but do you know what I mean? Like They didn't lose it. it Brighton won it. Like I'm giving Brighton credit here because mm. they were tremendous. Uh, and with that, all hopes of winning the Premier League this season have gone to smithereen so arsenal if it was football manager would you consider a league lost or would you be happy with the progress of the season uh, you've made season to season to so, mad you are arteta 
after last season. Are you happy with this season's performance? Was last season, did he, was it his full season or was Emery there at the start of that season? It was his first full. I'm trying to remember. Well, it's been about no, three years now, isn't it? Yeah, second full okay, season. Okay, so this, this is his second full season. No, this is his third full mm. season. I mean, I think. Mm, maybe. I think, okay. If I'm Arteta now in real life, you're like, fuck me, we were top of the league for 34. Can you do games. it in a Spanish accent like Arteta would? I can barely do it in any form of English. <laughs> um, so, like, it's very hard not to be pissed when you've been top of the league for, what, 90, 95% of the season, roughly? I mean, they were absolutely flying. I think the one thing that he'll be potentially a bit peeved about might be January. And I know, like, like Trossard was a good signing. He's got quite a few assists. But I just think, how have City done this? City have done this with a ridiculously deep quality squad with the options off the bench. Pep rotates when he likes. Saka's probably played 34 out of 35 games, right? Same with um, Shaka, same with um, Martin. At least probably not that far off away. Um, I mean, look, it's, it's a tired-looking team. And it's not just physically tired, right? These are professional athletes and they're young and whatever, but the mentality of those really difficult games... All resting those, on um, the same Those Man City stuff. players, mate, those Man City players know how to win a league. Mm. The Arsenal players don't. Yeah, fair. Right. And the manager and I put equally. On, I put on Twitter last night that it's not, I don't think it's a bottle job. I just think Man City are just exceptional. Like, we are seeing a team, like, this could be, was it, at the, is it the third title in the trot? Yeah. Yeah. And over 90 points every season. It's the yeah, same yeah. when they beat it's, Liverpool, it's, right? The, the, you, need, crazy, you need stupid mate. amounts of points to beat Man City. Yeah. That's where we are. I don't think you can call it a bottle if the team that won it has gotten is it potentially getting 95 points. If I, you have I get understand. 95 points to win yeah. it, then that's... I understand that Arsenal have been top of the league for a long time, but I don't think there was many people that... Maybe Arsenal fans thought, you know what, we're going to do it. But then I think, like, I've been have listened to talk sport and stuff like that. No one would ever say, we're going to win it. Pierce Morgan. Always, they, were always, they always go, Ooh. yeah, exactly. And he's a fucking idiot. Exactly. Um, he has a party of, of, of Arsenal. I mean, looking at it now, it's a hell of an achievement how, what they've done. Compared to last season with the, the, the players they have, how they're playing, the way he's gotten that team playing with a couple of additions, is, it's a series of achievements. And they're, like, Liverpool have been shit and Chelsea have been shit, right? But, like Parkman City and Arsenal are the, the, the lighting light of good football in the Premier League this but, season. But that's the thing is if you normally you would have Liverpool and Chelsea in there and yeah. I think that would have if, if you had a what I would call normal Chelsea and normal Liverpool of the last five years like Arsenal aren't even in the they're not in the top four. Mm. Because I don't think they, they play nice football but Arsenal have always played nice football. You know, so I actually think they've taken advantage of other teams' misfortunes this year. I think Newca- Newcastle have done the same, right? Newcastle, not, uh, not like no, but Newcastle. I don't know. Newcastle is feels different. They're still like what nineteen points behind Arsenal. Yeah, there's a big gap. Yeah, that, that's 15, a big. That's a big gap. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I personally, if I was Arteta, I'd be going. We've had a great season. Mm-hmm. It's always going to feel shit not winning the league. Like when you've been top of the league, but if you actually took a step back and looked at it, go they are 
Man City are a monster of a machine. Especially if Arsenal, you, especially Arsenal if, um, are not on their level. Especially to, to push Man... Like, this could go, for example... So, we're looking at probably 36 games. This is a Man City who, have, who brought in Haaland this season and has scored, what, 36 goals at, at the time of recording. So, to bring them that far is outstanding. And there's no way anyone could take that away from them. It's hard to take, like you said, Joe, but this is a Man City side who are likely to also win, the, who quite possibly win the Champions League, to win the they double. Win the treble, mate. Do you know? And treble. I mean, looking at that, if you, ha- if you handed Arteta that at the end of the season, Joe, fuck me, he bites your hand off. Mate, if Pep turns around, if he wins a treble, mate, he should just walk away. Yeah, done. Completed yeah, it. I've completed, completed football, mate. Hmm. I think- That's how good they are. I think you've got to also remember that Arsenal squad the Arsenal team this season that's the youngest team out there in the Premier League on average you know every week they they, they put out the youngest team they're going to have a little bit of the nerves are going to kick in you know all that when they even, when you haven't got players that have been there done that got the t-shirt then that is where you know I think Neville was Neville come out quite early on saying that City are going to do what City have done and I think that's the reason, because of that squad being so young, not naive as such, but you know, they, not, if, if not, they can if they can build on this this season that squad, they know how much it hurts now to not finish the league. Yes, right. They've they well they dropped seven points, mm. or twelve points, whatever it was. They've they've dropped yeah, it. Like points. they've, it's still like the points total and their results are still good from where they are, it's just not City level of good. And I think if you build that, or kind of re- regenerate that squad, get them going, and they do the similar things next season, they'll know what it feels like to lose, and that always gives you that extra bit of bite to kind of go again. So there's a chance, but I think you've got the potential of Liverpool going again, you've got the potential of Spurs going again, you've got the potential of Chelsea could be in there and then if you say if Man United take another step Newcastle take another mm. step you know there's a lot going on that they could still finish sixth next year and still be good I mean I think even it's, if it's he, tough I mean if you take even take it into FM Dupe said about the young squad right the, what, what the likes of um, <clears throat> excuse me Saka Odegaard Saliba like, I don't know, Zinchenko, even Gabriel, like these guys, while are outstanding, like top class players, still well young, still um, haven't like, haven't had the experience you're talking about, Joe. Like have played loads of games, played international, but the learnings they'll have, especially someone like Odegaard as captain, he's a young captain, arguably probably one of the youngest in the league. He'll, he'll have picked up a ton there on top of, you know, at times throughout the season, people were like, Odegaard, Odegaard could be better than De Bruyne, right? He's not better than De Bruyne. But De Bruyne is what six years older than him, maybe five, six. That that's that's and the rest out of four. You know what I mean? There's there's a lot to take there, um, positively, and you know the experience factor again. Thinking about FM, the development of a player in game. I think there's a lot to be said there. Yeah, but your Joe, your points are valid. Big competition next season. We're talking about next season and everyone else kind of strengthening. Where c- could Arsenal strengthen? Where where would be the kind of places that you'd want to improve that team next season if you were the manager I think definitely a centre off losing yeah. um, Saliba made a big difference to them 
I think um, Kivior has still got potential. So you never know how he's going to, again, young, so you don't know how he's going to develop. But definitely right back. Ben White has played at right back. I mean, he, I don't think he's played terribly. Yesterday it proved that if you've got a pacey winger, he's, he's a centre-half playing at right back. Mm. Um, so you've potentially got that right back area could be strengthened. Um, I think their, their central midfield has been very good this season. But as I said on commentary yesterday, the uh, party's looked kind of off his game for the last few games. And you've got Shaka as well. So I think of those two, maybe if you've got a third player to add into that mix, so so you can rotate them, because it could just be a case of played, played a lot of games, can't perform at that high level for that many games. So maybe you've got that kind of defensive mid holding midfielder position. And then I think obviously they had Gabriel Jesus was out injured for a while. I think that did trouble them a little bit. I know they had Eddie and Ketcher up there, but I, I still think if they have had him all season, they would have probably killed a few games off. I think their wide players are good enough and they've got you know good depth as well. So I'd say right back and centre half for me. I'd have to go with the number nine as the priority for me. Like I know Jesus missed a lot and he's he, he started off great and he's a great player, adds a hell of a lot. I still think he's not bringing the goals that they would need to crank up the level. So we used to talk about City not even using a nine and having goals coming in from three, four different positions. And that's what Arsenal have done this season. They're like a young man City. The Haaland factor or the, the number nine factor is huge, right? If you, like, how many goals did Jesus score this season? Did he break 10? Maybe he did. Um, I'm not sure, but he was out. And he knew he was out for, for quite a, a while. Bit. But when he, even when he was fit, there was times where he went, he played eight games in a row and probably kind of picked up one or two here and there. Granted, a lot of assists, but I think if you're really looking to kick on, um, you're 100% right in like right back in midfield for sure, but I'd nearly be prioritising that. And as well, you look what the, I go back to Newcastle, look at the competition of Isaac and Wilson has kicked Wilson on a huge amount to, to, to work harder, to become more focused. And make it, you know, make it his priority to, like, you know, I'm not having this. Jesus probably hasn't had that competition. Like, Nketi is there, right? Because he's a young player. I think Jesus knows if there's a choice here, there's no way it's not me. I think having a another top quality number nine would be huge if we're really serious about kicking on next season. Um, oh. That, yeah, I was just about to name names. That is an excellent question. Um, you'll have to leave it with me to have a think about. You have a think about it. So, we're talking kind of centre-back, right-back. Probably midfield. Somebody like could could we see Declan Rice head that way this summer, Joe? Definitely, definitely. What's but I don't staying, think I don't think West Ham. Under? I don't think West Ham are going to let him go cheap. Yeah. Um. It's whether Cronky wants to put his hand in his pocket. It's, it's going to take a big, big deal to get him when there might be value elsewhere. I'm assuming they're going to go back in for um, yeah, chap at Brighton. Yeah. I'm assuming they'll go back in for him. Um I don't think they go for both of them then. Maybe not both, but I think they they showed a lot of interest in the winter for him. Um obviously didn't come off. Uh I'd be intrigued to see. I think I think you're right. I think the centre back is a big option, like you said. The right back though, for me, you hit the nail on the head with that. Um they, they have so much on the left with um Turney, I mean, Turney's injured quite a lot, isn't he? But Jinchenko's been it's been awesome over on that left. They can get somebody like that on the right. 
then mm. uh, yeah, absolutely. I'm just trying to rack my brains now of who potentially they were. Uh, they were playing. Um... Oh, fuck me! I was gonna say Yoshida, but that's not his name. Tomiyasu. Tomiyasu. Yeah. yeah, but he had um, a terrible game against somebody and got took off after like 45, 50 minutes. And I don't think I've really seen him. I can't remember which game it was. And to be fair, it's his first season in the Premier League. He was with Bologna before that. Do you know what I mean? So like, mm. you know, some guys need a bit of time. I think he's 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 actually quite young. He's really good in football manager, by the way. I had him at Bologna for a couple of seasons. He was cracking. Um, so I think maybe a bit more time for him. Um, to go back on the striker conversation, like just top of my head, I know they were linked with Vlahovic in the past. Under Arteta, oh, yeah. might have you um, actually watched him. No, but I'm more thinking about the the the, the type well, of striker. Do you know? Um, okay, I was gonna say because I don't think Juve get rid of him now. Yeah, I don't got, either. They've got their 15 points given back. But I think you know, if the rumors are true that they were linked with Vlahovic and that was an Arteta-driven thing, then you're, you're thinking about the frame of striker they're looking at, right? Someone a bit bigger than Jesus. Do you know, Jesus is kind of you know, be quicker around um, on the on the final line. But if they're looking for a slightly kind of bigger style of striker, big, strong, more athletic. I really like this Hoyland guy at um, Atalanta. If you've watched some videos of him, he's, I mean, it's its a bit of a stereotype because he's Scandinavian, but like there are comparisons to Haaland there. Um, he's still young, um, but the physical nature of what That's he can the do. Thing. Do you think he's ready for the Premier League though? You see, you don't know. And, and it depends what Arteta's plan is, right? If he, if he, if he wants to, you because know, keep you going with... Look at Lookman. Look at Lookman, Lookman in yeah. Syria. How he, yeah. Look at his Premier League. Mm. Yeah, but let's not forget, like the Premier League fans, media, everyone jumps on a single, a single bad performance, and that's all it takes. If they, if they're not ready and they come in and they're not ready, they they're just going to get ripped to shreds, and then the confidence just gets taken yeah, out. Of them. Yeah, you know, and these players are obviously that they have the quality, but it, it doesn't take a long time before before they're absolutely ripped to pieces. Obviously, you don't know about what ban he's going to get, but what about someone like Ivan Tony? Yeah, I think like he's more ready-made for sure, big time. We were discussing this the other day at the Villa game when I went up. I'd actually take him at United. Like I know he's obviously got the controversy of the ban and it, will he have a ban, but like he is just a brute. Like he is so big, he's strong, and he knows where the goal is. It's a big shout. I think I think there's going to be a lot of transfers uh, with strikers this season. Obviously, uh, the whole what's happening with Harry Kane. Uh, if Poch goes to Chelsea, will he go to Chelsea? No. Does that leave a hole with, with, with Tottenham? You know, United need a number nine. Chelsea need a number nine. If you're saying Arsenal need one as well. There aren't many number nines out there that we can go and get. I think, you know, and again, you think about FM a little bit. You, you'd probably assume like Arteta likes Gabriel Jesus. So he's go, he's, you'd assume he's going into next season if he's got a fit Gabriel Jesus that he'd be up front. That is an opportunity to bring in a if he's looking at a slightly different style of striker, right? And if we use that um, Rasmus Hoyland as an example, it's an opportunity to go with Jesus to be, to be drifting in Hoyland, not just to get him used to the Premier League, but to slightly start changing it up, you know, as a, okay, I need an alternative. Jesus isn't working. Let's slowly bring in this guy. And like, they've done a pretty good job of, I don't know, kind of blending players into the squad slowly and not rushing into it. Um, so that's, that's what the option does give him. But, that's it's still a gamble, right? Um, for probably a big price, and there's a lot of eyes now on Arsenal, of course. Champions League to think they, about too. They didn't have that this season. That's, that's, yeah, that's a big shout. I mean, obviously they did have some type of Europe, but didn't have Champions League. But it, it, you're right, the eyes. It's the high. Look, look at um, 
Darwin at, at Liverpool. Like he comes in so high prospect. He has a couple of stinkers, myself included, all jump on his back. Oh, he's fucking shit. He's a donkey sort of thing. Look at Anthony comes in for a huge value. There's mm. there's clearly a reason that Ten Hag wants him. There's a reason he wants him to play. Yet everyone jumps on the back of him, and it's just like we're so quick to jump on the back of these players that you can't afford to get it wrong, man. It has to be spot on, and they have to hit the ground running. Joe, and I think that's that's the issue. Question for Joe, and it's a similar topic, slightly off course. Sebastian Haller. So he rocked up at West Ham. Fairly young, I would say, because he's 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 not that old even now. Granted, I don't think Moyes really did had much of a plan or didn't look like he knew what to do with him. He left. He went to Ajax, banged. Went to Dortmund and banged. He obviously was quite sick there, and and obviously has recovered really quickly. Started banging again straight away. Do you think he's someone you could say, yeah, came in, didn't work out, went off two leagues later? Is he ready for something like that? Mm, depends physically how he is. Um, that was a complete Moyes cock-up mm. because he was a quality striker. He just didn't know how to use him, didn't want to play to his strengths. Yeah. So no more about Fanta pubes. You know, he's an absolute <laughs> legend if he wins a European Cup. Yeah. Um, Talking about um, Pep leaving if he wins a treble, if Fanta pubes wins Europe, for West Ham does he go? No. no of course he Not doesn't. Chance. Should, like, he doesn't get up and just go, right, that's, there you go. That's no something. way, mate. He will smoke his own cigarettes, mate. He he will love that because he'll just be he'll do like the Big Sam interview, you know. Pep, Klopp, you know, I'm I'm just as good as them. Why wouldn't his he? Fucking breath stinks. I would do it too. <laughs> no, but I mean, come on, you're fucking close to a rele- like being in the relegation zone, you know. Granted, done well in Europe, but we have played against some part timers. Mm. In fairness, yeah, it's not the same level. I mean, you you got to beat what's in front of you, and mate, I I don't care how we how we won it if we won it, yeah. I'll mate, I'll be singing from the fucking rooftops, mate. Awesome. I think we mentioned about close to relegation. I think that's probably something we could just touch upon really quickly. Obviously, with the season coming to a close and teams going down, uh, Southampton already confirmed Leicester looking like they are going to be close to the job. There's going to be some really good talent coming from there. Is there anyone that Arsenal should be looking at pinching? Obviously, big fan of Tielemans, big fan of Madison. Uh, would there's anyone from those teams that you would just go and try and snap up early doors? Mate, in FM, I'd be going to get Pats and Dacker. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I'd pace, be, uh, in, pace, uh, pace, what's, pace. What's, what's matey boys? In, in uh, the strike. Oh, Ian Acho. Oh, Ian Acho and Indeedy. I'd I'd love to get Indeedy. So you've always loved Indeedy, but he, oh, again, yeah. he's off the boil. But I think it's the club. I think some of these players have just kind of the club isn't doing what they need to do. And like Leicester have got some great players. Yeah, they do, and they have some really good quality players. And it's shocking that they are where they are. All went I mean, downhill, totally... mate. All went downhill when Casper Schmeichel left. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that's the problem, isn't it? They had Bafana leave, they had Casper Schmeichel leave, and then they never added in that in that window, did they? Um, and it all kind of went a bit peep tong. Only two years ago, they won the FA Cup. You know, what is it? Only like six years ago they won the league, and, and yet they look like they're they're staring down the barrel. Southampton, they've got some talent. We mentioned it earlier. James Ward Prowse, obviously, he is Mr. Southampton, but I'd be interested to see where he goes. He could pop up in midfield for Liverpool, uh, for Leicester, uh, Tottenham. No, nope, Arsenal. That's who we're talking about. Not a Spurs podcast. Um, 
<laughs> it's Livermento. We, <laughs> yeah, we spoke about needing a right back, young quality right back, Livermento. Yeah, but they don't play him, do they? Oh, could he could he pop up at Arsenal, come back as a number two, maybe? He's good enough, anyway. I mean, it's crazy. Duke, you talked to, yeah. you talked about time passing, Duke. A year and a half, eighteen months ago, Arsenal probably would have snapped your hand off for Dominic Calvert Lewin. Like, yeah. if Everton go down, there's a striker there. Obviously, he's been out injured a lot, and whatever else is going on, he's also playing in a shit team. But like, he's still what mid twenties. Is he not far off the same age as the likes of Tony? I don't think he'll end up at Arsenal, of course. But like, it's crazy how much can change in. One to two years, one to two seasons. Well, yeah, I mean that, that's very apparent in football. You look at players such as Deli Ali and mm. uh, who's the other one at, at Everton, uh, Tom Davis. Like he was such a high prospect when he first came up. You never see him anymore, you know. And it's it's really quickly how you know it's, it's strange how quickly it can all change. Mm. But it's um, it is that ever kind of revolving door isn't it one in one out and 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 it's it's very very ruthless um very ruthless talking of ruthless would you like to be ruthless and say no quiz you got anything else you want to add before we jump over or well done arsenal go again next year you gotta buy some players fair yeah, play, that's Mikel a very good summary. Fair play to Mikel Arteta <laughs> so yeah to sum up this pod arsenal need to buy players i need to find a save and mad do you have a quiz I have a quiz just for you, lads. Just because it's the oh, two of you. It's tailor made for Jupe. Yeah, you remember Jupe? Yeah. Jupe from last week. Dupe and Joe equals Jupe. It's time for the quiz. Um, just get on with it. Gets on with it. Speaking of number nines, so I want to do a number nine quiz with the two of you. What I have in front of me are all the number nines who have played for Manchester United and all the number nines who have played for West Ham in the Premier League era. West Ham have had a lot. Hey, we've had about 100 fucking strikes. I'm not going to ask you for all of them. about four goals. <laughs> I won't ask you for all of them, but there are eight that have played for Manchester United. So based on that, Joe, I'm going to ask you to name eight West Ham, eight of the West Ham ones, while Dupe has to name all eight Manchester United ones. So we'll go... Dupe Joe, dupe Joe. Obviously, I'll give you a point for each when you get right. And we'll see who can reach it first. Let's test out the fandom, boys. So we shall start with question one. And while Joe's having a think, Dupe, I'm going to come to you first. Name me a Andy number Cole. nine, please. Andy Cole gets Andy you a Cole. point from 1995 Action. to 2001. Andrew Cole. Andrew. Quality player. Um... Take this opportunity to say, I hope he feels better soon. Yes. He did a really good podcast for any Manchester United fans out there, for the Manchester United podcast. Talks about his illness and all that stuff. It's very good for Newcastle as well, to be fair. Joseph. Yeah. yeah. How are you? Very well, man. Good. <laughs> could you, you give me... one of the number nines already. Could you give me podcast, a number nine, please? So he's all right. Dean Ashton. Dean Ooh. Ashton is correct from 2007 he's to 2009. Really good on... On Talk Sport, have you, did you listen too much on Talk Sport? I quite like his intakes and stuff. He's all right, great, mate. One of my favourite West Ham number nines ever. Really? He scored some cracking goals for West Ham when he was mm. when he was fully fit, didn't he? and he was in the England team, I think, uh, wasn't he? He was. That's how he retired, mate. Because Sean Wright Phillips done his fucking ankle in. Chief. Dupe. Another number nine, please. Oh. 
We've mentioned him already, Slatan. Slatan Ibrahimovic, 2016-17 season. Gets you a point. Well done. Joseph. Davor Suker. Davor Suker, the 2000-2001 season for West Ham United. Gets you a point. What a fucking striker he was. Dupe. Anthony Martial. Current number nine. Anthony Martial is the current number nine since 2019 for Manchester United. Gets you a point. 15 million down the drain. Joe. Saeed Benrama. Saeed Benrama from. Is he? 2020 to 2021 is the correct answer. Oh, no, I didn't know that. Great no. shout. Dupe. Dimitar Berbatov. Dimitar Berbatov, 2008 to 2012, was the Manchester United number nine. Shout. I went early. I went far, as, like, as far back as I recently know. And then I oh, he's fucked to, up. Yeah. <laughs> Joe. Mikel Antonio. The current number nine for West Ham since 2021, Mikel Antonio. Also the all-time top scorer for West Ham as well, Joe. In the Premier League. In the Premier League. He's a right back. He's a right back. Uh, dupe. Uh, da, 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 da. Andy Cole, Berbatov, Slatan, Martial. We'll go for Saha. Louis Saha. Louis Saha. 2004 to 2008 was the number nine, indeed. Good shout. Joe. Andy Carroll. We spoke about him enough last week. Alistair likes this. Andy Carroll was the West Ham number nine from 2013 until 2019. You're both on five apiece, lads, and no incorrect answers yet. Let's go to dupe. Uh, <laughs> I can't remember if he wore... He was there with Anthony. Oh, I'm, I'm pretty sure Lukaku wore nine. And that's so he would come in. Yeah, Lukaku. Romelu Lukaku, 2017 to 2019. Gets you a point as a number nine. Joe, this is like a penalty shootout. <laughs> yeah, but Joe's got 106 to pick from. They're all shit, though. I was going to say, I was going to say Colton Cole. Are you saying Colton Cole? Or? I'll say Colton Cole. I potentially could be wrong. Carlton Cole, from 2010 to 2013, was the West Ham number nine. You already mentioned one of your number nines in the pod earlier. If he was the number nine. Okay, anyway. Um, Who was he talking about? Probably talking about... uh, Didn't he wear number nine? Haller. Oh, yeah, Haller. You're helping helping him to score. Where did he wear two? Who? Haller. Was that Ajax? Did he? He wore wore a really low number somewhere, yeah. You love uh, random squad numbers as well. Maybe it was West Ham, mad. (laughs) Mind games. While you're doing those mind games, Dupe, can we have another answer for number nine, please? You've got six out of eight for Manchester United. (sighs) I've got two in mind. And I'm not sure if they're both correct. So I'm going to go for the first one. Diego Forlan. 
Diego Forlan. He could be, he could have been nineteen. He was he not a number nine for Manchester United. Shit. And he's missed. He's put it wide, Joe. <laughs> Straight down the middle. He's, he's penenkened it and hit the crossbar. <laughs> yeah. I get half a point for Joe's one, right? <laughs> if he goes with it. Well, Manchester United legend, Chicharito. Oh. Chicharito. Javier Chicharito Hernandez. 2019-2020 was the number nine. And Joe takes the you. lead. <laughs> did you take Did you take him from Real? From Madrid? Or from LA? Both yeah. look, what's on the ceilings, Japs? You both went like this. <laughs> both looked upstairs. That's, that's my that's my thinking. Did you get him from Real Madrid? Must have actually. Well, I cause... think we we sent him to Real Madrid. I think, and then you must. Did you have him? Anyway, um, on, mate. I'm gonna go for the other South American, Balcal. Can I have his first name? I'm only kidding. Radamel Falcao. <laughs> Radamel. <laughs> Radamel Falcao. 2014-2015 season was indeed the number nine for Manchester United. So, I mean, I know I'm going to lose because Joe's going to get this one right, but the next, uh, the, the the other one is like the, the first few years of the Premier League, isn't it? We'll find out if Joe has the nerve to convert. I think I've got it. The I think penalty. I do know it. But... What, your, your first one? Hmm. Isn't that Brian McClare? That's, that's the one that I've got in my mind. That's what I remember being. So that's the only, that's my uh, next guess. We get a clock on him, man. He's got one, one to win. Mm. You already know you ain't got a clock because you were late to the pod. This is true. Jermaine Defoe? Ooh. Jermaine Defoe was the West Ham number nine. 2002, 2003 season. Well done, Joe. Eight points on the board. I think the other one might be Elan. (laughs) That is an unbelievable shout. 2009-2010 between Dean Ashton and Carlton Cole was Elan. Was he an FM? Yeah, we mentioned him on the pod a a little while ago. Yeah. I think when we were talking about the 100 strikers that West Ham have signed. Yeah. since, Since Sullivan took over. I can um, jo- uh, I can tell you that Joe is the winner of the quiz by eight to seven. But Dupe, did you have one guess for the last one? Yeah, what Joe said, Brian McClare was the Brian McClare was the correct. That's answer. like watching old Premiership years. To be fair, but I left it to last because I wasn't a hundred percent. I'll be honest. Fair play, Joe. You had fifteen to been, choose who from. Who would have been after that? You had fifteen to choose from. Zavon Hines Zavon Hines is on the list 0708 I never even heard of him but very impressive what he was an FM wonder kid mate was he that was when I was in college I was drunk for a lot of that year probably oh fucking hell Paul Kitson Paul Kitson 1996 until 2000 correct that is Newcastle yeah Mm. that's probably about all I can remember to be fair so you'd only a couple from, more. From Premier League. Yeah. Only a couple missing. Uh, Tony Cotty apparently had it for a little, for like half a season or something. In the Premier uh, League. Uh, so, so I'm led to believe with this list. Joby McEnough. I, I was thinking, I don't remember. I, I, I was thinking like Ian Wright, mm. players like that. But a bit further back. Ian Wright is probably an eight. There's one completely random one in the middle of it all. Mauricio Tarico had it for half a season in 2004. 
And the first ever player to have it in the Premier League was Trevor Morley for West Ham United. What a legend. GG's boys. Should have known that. I should have known that. A Hallow one number 22 at yours, not number Did... nine. That's why I didn't say it, mate. Yeah. Um, I, thought he, I thought he had three somewhere, but he didn't. I just. I, just I think he wears 22 wherever he goes as well, actually, like you mentioned. Well done, lads. Did Trevor, did Trevor Morley play against Man United when they lost the Premier League to Blackburn? So it says here he held the, the he held the number nine until 1995. So it's quite possible. Yeah, no, he did then. Yeah. Mm. You know your clubs, boys. GGs. Well done, Joe. Um, it's a shame you uh, you, you couldn't have picked a, a a number that's got less numbers. For example, like eleven in Premier League history. <laughs> Ryan like Giggs, <laughs> Giggs, Yanazai, and fucking Martial. I think that's it. So a nice short can quiz. You put that one? <laughs> Tune in next week. Mate, I'd have had like John Carew. <laughs> Did we Ran- do- random number eleven. Oh, I mean, oh, let's not say that because you know what he's going to do now, don't you? Sevens, elevens. He's, he's, got, he's got fucking got a year worth of quizzes. Thir- Thirty quizzes worth. I can get all the Blackburn and Wolves <laughs> one out now when the boys come back. I will be very, very quick and say that that brings number three hundred and one to a close. You can find the links for all three of us in the podcast description or by visiting fivestarpotential.com where you can find all of our latest football manager content, including our latest Wonder Kid piece. Written, I should have read this before, by Roxanne FM about Argentinian sensation Gianluca Prest. What does that say, Joe? <laughs> I didn't write it, mate. So Prestiani. Prestiani, there you go. It's it's spelt very strange on my screen. Five Star Potential is available on Spotify, iTunes, and most other popular podcast apps and platforms with a new podcast release every single week. Thank you so much for listening. There'll be more from us next week, unfortunately. Until then, say goodbye, folks. Goodbye, folks. Auf Wiedersehen. Au revoir. Bye.